0: Francis with the Double Trouble podcast. Today I'm in the playroom with the girls, so I'm sure you'll hear lots of noises from their toys and giggles and screams. (laughs) I have a million things to talk about, so I guess first we could start off with how Christmas went. Christmas was crazy, (laughs) very hectic. We traveled to see Dan's family, not far, like an hour away, but still, it's you know that's a trek with the girls. We had my family's Christmas here, which was good in some ways because the girls were so much easier to deal with that way, but bad because I had to make dinner and, you know, get the house clean and everything, so. But it went pretty well. I was glad that we didn't get them a lot of stuff. We, I mean, a lot of stuff. We barely got them anything. We got them this aquarium, which has been its own mess, but that was pretty much it. And, and they got a lot of stuff from all the family members. <laughs> my sister got... Then this play gym and I have no idea what it's called. I'll try and figure it out and put a link but it's kind of like the baby Jim and I kick gyms but like the step up and I remember I actually got an ad for one of them in the mail and I had thought it looked a little bit young maybe for them like they weren't going to get much use out of it for very long so I decided against it especially because it's not very cheap but My sister got it for them, and they love it. They play with it half of their day every day. They play with it constantly. It's got a little front door. It opens and closes and has a doorbell, and the doorbell then plays a little song. And they always, like, dance to the little song when it comes on. It's so cute. And there's a a rattle that came with it, and Allegra has been, like, attached to this rattle. She loves the rattle. She crawls around everywhere with it. And then there were also, there's three balls that go with it, and they... They put the balls down this little slide thing. And Ramsey just crawls around with the little balls because they're like exactly the right size for her to grip in one hand. So she'll crawl around two of them and then she'll clack them together. It's very funny. (laughs) So they got tons of clothes, like really cute clothes. Again, some stuff that I just wouldn't really buy probably. So thank God that we've got people out there that are getting us the cute stuff. And... One of the really neatest uh, presents they got was from my father-in-law, who used to work for the post office. He got these little post office box doors, like the old-time metal doors that have little letter combinations on them. He got them at some auction or something. He's very into, like, the um, flea markets, that kind of stuff. So anyhow, he took a tree that was in the front yard of their house when all the kids were growing up. He's, like, good with wood, so he... Made these little wooden boxes out of that tree wood and stained them and everything. And then he made them to exactly fit those little doors. So then he put the doors on and he made little coin slots on the top that had like brass coin slots. And he put a little piece of like his post office memorabilia in each of the boxes. So like some of the kids got business cards and I think one of Allie Ramsey got his ID badge pretty cool and then there's little numbers on each of the doors so the numbers he put on each of the doors were their birthdays so their birthday's February 17th so he put 217 on there in theory because that would distinguish the boxes of course it doesn't exactly distinguish them from each other but whatever (laughs) but really cool present I don't you know it's not something they'll really appreciate until they're older but I think that would be a really cool thing to have when you're older Okay, so something else crazy that happened was we got this Christmas tree, and I may have, I probably did podcast about it last time, that it was from a buddy of my dad's, we got the tree for free, and it was a cool thing, but the second we brought it into the house, I got sick, like, bad sick, and I'm sure that there was a cold piece of it, too, but it didn't go away, it didn't go away, and I was like two and a half weeks fighting this, and the girls were kind of snotty, and were kind of running through this cold also, So, I don't know, somewhere along the line, I ran across some article, somebody was talking about being allergic to Christmas trees, and that you're not actually allergic to the pine, you're allergic to the mold that's on the Christmas tree. (laughs) So, we took the Christmas tree out of the house, and within like two days, everybody was better. So, we decided that was what it was. And then the plan was to just bring the Christmas tree in on Christmas Eve. So, then we'd have it for Christmas, and then... My family wasn't coming over until a couple days after Christmas, so just leave it up through then and then take it down. Well, we brought it in Christmas Eve, and, like, everybody was sick the next morning. (laughs) So we took it back out again and decided not to use it. So we actually didn't have a Christmas tree for Christmas, but we didn't really, you know, have a big Christmas here. My parents did end up coming over, so that was was neat because it was like this little small Christmas celebration. But... For the Christmas with my whole family, I went out to Home Depot the day after Christmas. You know, everybody's having their after Christmas sales. I first went out to um, Lowe's and then Michael's to try and get a fake Christmas tree. Cheap, because it's the day after Christmas. And I had been to Target a week or two before, and Target had already started discounting their Christmas trees a lot, like 70%. But their Christmas tree, the one that I liked was $400, so I was going to get it for like 100 bucks, And it didn't even seem like it was worth a hunter box. It just wasn't, it wasn't full. And I think that's what makes the Christmas trees look fake. So anyhow, I went to Lowe's, sold out. I went to Michael's, sold out. And this is, at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning on the day after Christmas. I went to Home Depot, kind of on a whim, not really expecting them to have any trees. And they had, a bunch left, maybe because nobody thinks they have trees. And they had really nice trees. I got this really nice pre-lit tree for $75. It was great. I was very excited about it. I'm sure we'll use it for many years to come. Plus, I'm not into the whole real tree thing anyway. I think it's a big load of work and I'm just as happy with the fake tree. So then we got them this aquarium for Christmas and Dan goes out and gets them, like, like, you got to set the aquarium and wait a while and on and on. Dan goes out and gets some of these fish that are called danios. I told him to get the danios because I had been coached that that was like the hardy fish to get. So he goes out and he, there's like a million different kinds. And the, wo- the woman at the store is like, well, what kind do you want? And he goes, well, I don't know, whatever. And he points to one. And she's scooping them out and says, you realize these fish are going to get to be five inches long. And Dan was like, what? But he bought them anyway, which I don't understand. He gets them home. There's no way. There are only four of them, but four or five-inch fish? We, we only have a 10-gallon tank, for Pete's sake. It's not, it's not going to last. <laughs> so they haven't grown very much yet. We'll see how long. Maybe they'll die before that, anyhow. So then we get a snail to clean the tank. And the snail's doing a good job cleaning the tank. But then a couple of days, I think it was a couple of days after Christmas, the snail dies, <laughs> which was kind of weird. And we hadn't had it very long. It less than a week. So that made me think, okay, well, maybe the snail was just sick or something. We take the snail out, and the water starts getting green and cloudy and icky. So Dan goes and gets a sucker fish to have instead of the snail. And that thing starts doing a really good job as far as like the glass is concerned, but the water is still green and cloudy. And this goes on for a while, and we're trying all these water changes and all kinds of stuff. Well, it turns out there's this condition you can get called an algae bloom, where if It usually starts, they say, because the fish are overfed, and we were using a timer, and I was concerned that the timer wasn't feeding them enough, because you're supposed to feed them three times a day, and the timer only feeds them twice a day, so I was, like, adding this feeding in there, so I think we were overfeeding the fish. So anyway, what happens is you get these little algae particles all over the tank, like, individually floating around the water, and it's really hard to get rid of. So... Dan ended up getting some chemical, and it cleaned it. It was really nice. It did not take long. Everything cleared up. It's much better now. I'm much happier. But what a mess. Is this really something I needed to add to my life? No, not really. Oh, the babies are coming over. Hello, babies! They, um, they'll they like, hang out on their own for a while, but if I'm sitting around on the couch or whatever, they just come over and hang around. I think they're bored and looking for me to entertain them. But right now, is just mad about something. What are you mad about? Well, okay, so let's talk about the girls and what's been going on. So many changes. Ramsey is, like, full-blown walking now. She walks around everywhere. <clears throat> we still don't have any new teeth. We don't really have any words yet. They um, can do hi and bye-bye, like waving. So they get that. And they both can do the sign language for food and bottle. That's pretty much it that's and pointing oh gosh especially ramsey point point pointed everything and when she's bored or she wants to show off and get your attention like if she's sitting in the high chair she points to lights look at the light she goes like uh oh, ah. Oh, points to the light points to the light it's very funny i've been trying to teach him sign language for cookie because i give him animal crackers sometimes and you thought i would have thought that would catch on quick right Well, Ramsey just points to the little cookie Tupperware because it's like sitting on a shelf near where their high chairs are. So she doesn't need to learn cookies. She's just using her pointing. (laughs) That's funny. So I guess that's it. It's so funny. I know it's been a long time, and I know a million things have changed, but it's so slow to me. They're just into everything. It's scary. I think in a couple months things are going to be really different. They're bad, too. They'll get together and push a stuffed animal or uh, a toy or something to the edge of the couch so then they can climb up onto the couch. And I've even a couple times seen Allegra laying on the ground and Ramsey is standing on her back to use her. And I'm like, how did she talk you into this? (laughs) You are not her stepping stool. And Allegra's usually laughing about it. It's not like Ramsey's forcing the situation or anything. It's bizarre. And maybe a little bit foretelling of what my life's going to be like in the near future. <laughs> so, they're turning one in a couple weeks, February 17th. And I haven't decided at all what we're doing about a birthday party. Dan really wants to do a birthday party. I'm kind of like over it. <laughs> I'm kind of like, why don't we go out to dinner? So, I don't know. I, I, the thing is, I just don't want to do the work. I don't want to have to get the house clean and plan the food and get people over here and yon yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with some kind of middle ground. I'm sure we'll do something, even if it's just little. Well, and they've been sick. And I wanted to talk about, they were really sick, um, like between Thanksgiving and Christmas. had just this horrible, horrible diarrhea. And I know Dan's going to cringe because he doesn't want me to talk about poop on this podcast. (laughs) Well, tough Dan, I'm talking about poop. (laughs) It started out... Ramsey had it was just like liquid just liquid it was almost like she'd peed it was so crazy and it was all over her crib the one morning and then that evening I had her in the high chair for dinner and when I picked her up it was just like this pool that she was sitting in the thing was so funny was I didn't even realize when it happened so she didn't really even give any facial indication that it was going on it's bizarre so Ramsey's was pretty much over in about 24 hours but I did take them to the doctor in the middle there. I don't remember all the details. I'm sure they were running fevers, and there was a cold involved and stuff. So the doctor said, well, you know, it, it seems like everything is pretty much okay, so just keep them going with the Tylenol, and they'll be all right. Well, then Allegra started with this diarrhea, and hers went on for, like, four or five days. And it was really horrible. It was very, like, liquidy. But it was just constant. I was changing diapers like 12 times a day. I was constantly changing her diaper. And it was burning her butt. Her butt looked like you took an iron and just pressed it on her. It was just bright red. And, like, it would bleed every once in a while when I would wipe it. It was so bad. So the doctor, I took her back to the doctor. And the doctor kind of puts two in together and goes, You know what I think they have? I think they have the rotavirus, which there's a vaccine for it, but you have to get it before you're three months old, or you can't get it for some reason, and he was looking in the computer, and he said that his office didn't get it into the office until they were, like, two months old, and they, like, missed the window to get the the vaccine, which is why they didn't get it, so just because, you know, the way that, that the appointments lined up, so There's nothing you can do about it. You just have to kind of, like, wait it out. So he gives me all these concoctions of stuff to put on her butt to soothe it. And it was, like, Maylox and I think some Benadryl cream and baby powder to make it thick. And you mix it all up. And that actually worked okay. I think it definitely soothed her. And then he also really recommended the um, Boudreaux's butt paste, (laughs) which isn't very easy to find. But... Dan found it, and it's very, very different than Desitin, I was surprised, but he was saying that that is like more hardcore than Desitin, so we got it, and actually it does work pretty well, and it's it smells pretty nice, and has uh, like a nice consistency to it, I, I liked it, I think I might stick with that in the future, because I really don't like the smell of the <laughs> so then, we got over that sickness, everybody was okay for Christmas, and then I decided to join the Y to solve our swimming problem because I didn't want to go back to the, do the swimming where we had done it before. And they have lots of open swim times. And we've actually gone a couple times already. And it's really nice. And nobody's ever there. So you have the whole pool to yourself. It's it's a nice situation. But in conjunction with this, I get all the aerobics classes are free. And they have free childcare while you're taking the aerobics classes. So I've been going Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I've signed up for different classes each day. And the kids are signed up for child care. And the way it works is you sign up to kids for childcare ahead of time. And then you kind of have to go. And If you're not going to go, you have to give them like 24 hours notice. And if you don't, then you get, you know, a mark against your name. And if you do that a couple of times, then they start charging you 50 cents a kid for each time you miss, which I thought was so funny because, like, so what? But I guess it's enough of a deterrent that people don't do it. And it's great that they're like expecting me to be there because there's no question in my mind that I'm going to go. Like I'm definitely going because I have to go. <laughs> so that's a good motivator. And it's so great to go to these classes. Not only am I getting a workout, which is like relieve stress, um, but most of the people in their class are their stay at home moms. So there's like a neat little bonding opportunity. And The kids are taken care of, and I get a break from the kids. It's really nice. Plus, I think it's nice that the kids are getting some interaction with other kids. But the downside has been they got a cold from, I'm sure it was from the Y, a bad one. It's been over a week, and they're still all runny-nosed and disgusting both girls have now been diagnosed with ear infections and we're doing the antibiotics and I know you know this is all just because of the why and like the greatest irony is I'm not allowed to take them back to the child care center until they're better (laughs) so I'm getting like double punished because now I'm also not getting my workout and my break but whatever I figure you know eventually they're going to be exposed to these germs so whatever they get out of their system now we won't be dealing with in preschool I guess but so what else? Oh, a product that I discovered over Christmas was Baby Vicks, the Vicks Vapor Rub. Which I love Vicks Vapor Rub. It always makes me feel better. And when they've been sick with all these colds, my mom was saying, well, can't you put that on them? And they say not to put, give it to babies. So I was saying that to her. And I'm looking in the store, and, well, there's Baby Vicks Vapor Rub. And it's made out of completely different stuff. It, it still, I think it would still be effective, but it's not the same. <laughs> So I've been using that recently, and that seems to be helping. And we also have a humidifier that you can put like the Vicks stuff into. It's like liquid Vicks, and it steams up in the room. And that seems to help them. Oh, so we had our first babysitter. And I don't think I talked about this yet. It went very smoothly, at least as far as the girls were concerned. We left after we put them down. She got to see the girls for a few minutes as they were finishing their bottles, and then... We put them down and waited, you know, a couple minutes, and then we left. And they were fine, not a peep from them. However, we have two dogs, and the dogs aren't really very friendly, so we just locked them in our bedroom, which is what we usually do when we have company over or whatever. And she said the dogs barked the whole night, (laughs) which is horrible. So I don't really know what to do about that problem. I'd like to fix it some other way, because I don't think it's nice that she has to listen to that, but... But anyway, so it went really well, and so uh, hopefully we'll we'll keep it up, although we haven't done it recently, but it's just been because things have been hectic. So, what else? Oh, I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about the Gilmore Girls theme song. I am obsessed with Gilmore Girls. I watch it all the time. And not only do I watch it all the time, I also watch on, um, I think it's on ABC Family. They do reruns every day, and they run them in sequence. So they run all five seasons I guess up until whatever the current season is and then they start over again and they do it and they do it and they do it and I just record them on media center and watch them whenever I love Gible Girls I've always watched it and I used to watch it you know while I was pregnant and I love the theme song I sing all the time and actually it was Dan and my wedding song and even when the girls are fussy from when they were newborns that's one of the songs I would sing to them to, to calm them down and now when they're fussy like in church or something when I'm really trying to get them quiet. That's one of the, the top three songs to use to get them to calm down. So anyway, I turned on the TV one day and I was watching Gilmore Girls and the girls like whip their heads around because they recognize the song and they start dancing. They're so happy and they're looking at me and it was so great. I had one of our dogs conditioned, the one that I've had forever. When I was single and I'd watch Gilmore Girls, she'd watch it with me, and we would dance around to the song. So even today, when she hears that song, she, like, comes over and will cuddle up next to me. And I thought, so funny that the girls picked up on that. And I was even wondering if, you know, have you heard the thing where if kids hear music in the womb, that they will then recognize it when they come out? (laughs) I was wondering if maybe a little bit of that was going on, too. That's probably crazy, but... (laughs) pretty neat that they're recognizing stuff like that. Oh, so also with Media Center that I'm planning to do for the first birthday a DVD of either a slideshow of all their still pictures from the past year or a DVD of all their video from the past year. And ideally I'd like to get them both completed, but to get them both completed before their birthday is probably not going to happen. So I'm going to focus on getting one done. And I haven't actually done this before, but my sister has done it for two Christmases. And they talk about how, you know, it's a lot of time to do the video editing or whatever, but that the actual creation of the DVD is really simple with Media Center. So I'm hoping that that will go really smoothly. It should be. I mean, that's the point of the Media Center, but you never know. You know how computers are. Oh, something else I wanted to talk about that Allegra's been doing is she has this little cute look that she works on. And when she's around strangers, particularly when I'm holding her, although I think I've seen her do it when Dan's holding her too, she'll she'll look at the person and then she kind of cocks her head and leans into you and, you know, blinks her eyes and does this like Aren't I so cute and shy look? It is so ridiculous. And she's definitely perfecting it, getting it a little better and a little better. It's ridiculous. (laughs) And boy, does it suck people in. They love that. (laughs) So it's working. (laughs) Okay, so baby food. They are getting closer to toddler food, thank heaven. I actually got some little baby food cookbooks out of the library that... Had some good ideas. Like, one of the ideas was to give them hummus with breadsticks. They love that. The first hummus I gave them was out of this book, and it's just a very plain, it's just chickpeas and a little bit of cooked onion, a little bit of garlic, a little oil, I think, olive oil to get it a wetter consistency. So I put it in a little bowl and take breadsticks and break them into little pieces and kind of dip them in there for them and they love it they love it they make a huge huge mess so i don't do it all the time but that's been big and i love giving them things that they can eat by themselves because then i don't have to sit there and spoon feed it to them and Allegra's gotten pretty picky about that recently before she wouldn't eat anything with her hands she only wanted things out of the spoon and now she's tending the opposite direction. She she doesn't trust me at all. It's very obvious with food because whenever I try and put something in her mouth, she purses up her lips and backs up and she wants to hold it in her fingers first and, like, check it out before she eats it. So I guess maybe I have fed her too many vegetables or something. (laughs) And what else? And so I do a lot of cutting up of fruits and vegetables and then I'll just dump them on the tray and we started, Gerber's got these things called pasta pickups that are just little raviolis kind of with different stuff on the inside. They are great. They're like the perfect little baby size. They can pick them up themselves. They taste good, I'm sure. And then I could do that with a little bit of vegetable. That, that goes over really well. So I'm trying to do almost all finger foods except for oatmeal and yogurt. I don't do many soups or anything. I do that sometimes, but that gets to be more annoying than anything else. Oh, the other thing in this cookbook, they called them baby batons. You cut up pieces of fruit. I've been doing melon, watermelon, cantaloupe, Uh, pears go over really big. Anyway, you cut them into like a half inch wide by three or four inches long strips and freeze them on a cookie tray. And then, you can, once they're frozen, you can dump them all just in a Ziploc bag, and then you can give them those on their tray, and they can hold them and suck on them, and they melt in their mouths. They love these things, and it's so easy because it's frozen, it's done ahead of time, I can just throw them on the tray. It's a great thing. Dan got them, we've been giving them goldfish crackers a little bit, and Dan got the colored goldfish crackers. Not a great idea. <laughs> because they don't really seem to eat the goldfish crackers. They more stick them in their mouth and let them melt. <laughs> and the color just runs all over their clothes. And it's not really hard to get out, but I definitely have to work on them and I don't need any more <laughs> work in my day. <laughs> I don't think we'll be getting the colored ones again anytime soon. And then we switch them over to sippy cups during meal times. And Legard's kind of having some trouble with them. She doesn't get them as much we've been using the advent sippy cups because the handles and everything fit with the Avent bottle so i i've been swapping things between them and ramsey eh, loves them and she will suck down the whole bottle worth of water and i've pretty much been just giving them water i've given them a little bit of juice because i was trying to use that to entice them to drink out of the sippy cups but like ramsey's got it now and the water's fine and i just assume give them water anyhow But Allegra just like couldn't get it, couldn't get it. So I went out and I got a couple different kinds. I got one of the sippy cups that's really for older kids with the straw in it. Neither of them get that. So I'm putting that away for a while. But I also got Playtex sippy cups. And they're not really any different from the outside. Like as far as what the kid would see, they're not any different. But Allegra figured out how to suck on those for some reason. I guess something about the bladder mechanism I guess maybe something about the bladder mechanism is a little bit better for some reason for her. So that's good, at least we've got it solved. So they're both not drinking acid-bacups. We're not doing we're still doing three bottles during the day, but they don't drink very much. They drink 12 to 16 ounces at the very most in a day. but generally they're like turning down bottles now, which is good. I think that's the normal progression. So I guess it's like about it a year when we start weaning them off the formula altogether and that'll be nice. <laughs> a nice little expense. Oh, speaking of expenses, something else that I did was I I converted to generic diapers and I never thought I would do it. <laughs> but I was at the store and I was looking for diapers for Allegra because she does the Pampers and the Pampers were 22 bucks for whatever the box was. It was, you know, 100 diapers or something of size fours. And, like, right next to the Pampers where they're called Cottontails, which is the generic brand that my grocery store happens to carry. I don't know, you know, if they're called the same thing everywhere, but they were $11, so half as much for the same number of diapers. And I thought, I just have to try these just one time. (laughs) And I love them. I actually like them better than Pampers for Allegra because legger has got this gut, and the Pampers don't fit well around the gut. And so I was actually tossing around the idea of jumping up to size fives because they just weren't fitting her well, but the cottontails, I think the difference is the Pampers have an elastic piece on the, the top edge in the middle of the front of the diaper, so it kind of gathers the front of the diaper together, and the cottontails don't have that, they lay flat, so... I think it's a little more forgiving as far as the belly's concerned. It fits her way better. I really like them a lot better. No leaks or anything. So I'm switched to these generic diapers, which are way cheaper. It's so nice for Allegra. I've been using the 7th Generation for Ramsey because of the diaper rash and everything. But Ramsey's rashes have really gotten a lot better. I think she's finally growing out of it. I've got things really under control with the Palmer's lotion with the olive oil in it. And so we ran out of the 7th Generation. I just started using... The generic diapers on her and she's not having any trouble so that's it i'm a convert i'm using generic diapers it's crazy very happy about that (laughs) and i guess their schedule now is they get up at seven i feed them breakfast right away i switched off of giving them a bottle right away because when i started going to the y they like to have that bottle as kind of a comfort thing i think so i switched their schedule so that they're expecting a bottle my I go to the Y between 9 and 10.30, so they're expecting a bottle at, like, 10 o'clock now. So they have breakfast when they get up, have the bottle, and then they have a nap from, like, somewhere around 10.30 to 11.30 or 12, depending on the day. And then they have lunch at 12.30. They get another nap around 2-ish for another hour or so. And then whenever they get up from that afternoon nap, they get a bottle. And then we have dinner around 5.30 bath time and then they get a bottle again at night but they've only been taking like two maybe three ounces of that nighttime bottle I think because they're having dinner so late so I'm going to try and get rid of that bottle soon so we'll only have the two in the middle of the day which should be easier to convert over to milk than the morning and evening bottles would have been so that's actually gone very smoothly. I've been pleased with that because I've heard a lot of people have trouble with getting rid of the, the morning and evening bottles. And we got rid of the pacifier with Ramsey a long time ago. I don't know if I talked about that before or not. She just stopped needing it at nighttime. Sometimes she wouldn't take it. So I thought, all right, that's my window of opportunity. And she was probably eight or nine months old, so we just stopped giving it to her. She doesn't take one in a long time. and she does, they have these little bears that they, they're like bear blankets that they take to bed with them. And she'll put like the corners of the blanket in her mouth and chew on it, which is kind of the same concept. But I've been keeping those only in the cribs. They don't have them out in the playroom or anything. And I try and wash them very, very regularly. We've got a bunch of different kinds. I've got different colors and different, some of them don't have the bears on them. Some of them are just blankets. The thought being that they won't get attached to a specific kind of thing. And... I, can, I have a lot of them, so I can swath them out and wash them so they're not getting icky and they're not used to that, like, icky smell because I can't stand that. <laughs> so I guess that was pretty much all I wanted to talk about. I'm sure there's been a million other things, but, you know, hopefully I'll get my act more together <laughs> for next time. I did want to give a quick shout-out to, I got an email from the Life with Twins podcast, which is a new podcast they started I think right around Christmas time. They've done a lot. They do, I think every week they do a podcast. They have five-year-old twin boys, which is a whole different world than one I'm dealing with, but it's pretty neat to hear what our lives are going to be like in the future. So check them out at lifewithtwins.net. You can find them through iTunes and everything, too. So I guess that's it for this episode. Please feel free to check out my website at doubletroublepodcast.blogspot.com or send me an email at podcast at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.